All right, Voltrollers, well, welcome to our uh, next installment of uh, the Fabulous Traveler RPG, The Clarion Call. Uh, we're excited to actually, uh, now that we've gotten through the multiple hours of character creation, <laughs> to, <laughs> it really did take quite a while. It, it was like three plus hours. I'm still, I mean, I, I think I spent five minutes editing and then it just didn't feel on. like three plus hours, though. And we broke it up because um, we had a whole intermission of like where I screamed at Tara for rolling. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome again. And I was like, just go to the bathroom. I got to figure this out. And it took far longer. But, you know, it was, that's good. I was not allowed to leave the table, though. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, real quick, let's let's have a let's have a sci-fi themed conversation, and don't overthink it. Um, who's your favorite character in a sci-fi series? Obi Wan Kenobi. That is the correct answer. <laughs> I did not realize there was a correct answer when I, when I asked, but that's a pretty freaking good answer. Not gonna. I had this conversation recently with some people about the fact that you know, for the most of my life, when you. I thought of Obi-Wan Kenobi, I thought of Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah. But now mm. almost everybody thinks of Ewan McGregor. You know, when and when he they recast that role, that was a big deal. People are like, oh, I don't know about this. Star Wars fans were really iffy. And now he is the definitive Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. He does a really killer, uh, like, he mimics Alec Guinness's mm -hmm. yeah, mannerisms really, really well. I had to look up his name because I drew a, <laughs> a brain fart, but I'm going to go... The Rock. Favorite no. character. <laughs> no, well, because well, you said it, and then you said Obi-Wan, and then I was like, yeah, okay, that's that's it. But then I'm going to go with uh, Deckard, Harrison Ford, and mm -hmm. Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. That's, a that's good, really good. It's a really good choice. That's, Blade Runner oh, might man. be my favorite movie of all time. So, like, yeah. in fairness, maybe that should have been my answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty solid. I enjoy both uh, both of the um, Blade Runners. The second one did not disappoint. That was really oh, good. Oh, I, I actually, I really enjoyed Dave Bautista uh, in that. I think he's underrated. <laughs> I, I have an answer, but okay. I, I don't know. Uh, this is going to make me sound like silly because I don't actually know her name. Uh, but in The Mandalorian, the, mm -hmm. the girl from the first season that he like picks up on the world and she travels with him for a while. Uh, the Frog Lady? No, the uh, one who in real life she's like a wrestler or a bodybuilder or something. Cara Dune. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And then she was problematic. Fuck, so they what's kinda... her name? Um, yeah. her, the actress's <laughs> name. Gina Carano. Gina, Gina Carano. Yeah. yeah. See, brain go. farts run rampant at this table because I was like, uh, uh, uh. it's not a brain fart. I'm just old. <laughs> the computer is much slower. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bit of a niche one for you. Niche one, niche one. I still say niche. You can say whatever. But um, because I was so surprising as how good this role was and how good this person killed the role, but it's a little more recent. Uh, but Thomas Jane is Miller in the Expanse yeah. show. Fantastic. Terrific. Utterly. I mean, Thomas Jane already will make mm. me watch if you're like, hey, we're doing, I don't know, like a Kim Jong-il biopic. And I'm like, mm, I'm not super interested. Thomas Jane plays Kim Jong-il. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> well, and he tends to play the tough guy. And Miller is kind of, but also really isn't. It's, it's such a great, interesting character for him. And he nailed it so well. I, I could have done with a, a show about just Miller. Yeah, You could almost just like, I mean, there's almost a top five sci-fi characters, period, in that show. Mm -hmm. Like, Three of them off the top of my head are like in contention. I like all the guys picked a guy and the woman picked a woman. <laughs> well, you know, I, mean, I had to. I think y'all are just basic. <laughs> <laughs> do 
do, do, how about we do a uh, gender swap? She has to pick a guy, and we have to pick a okay. girl. Flip the flip the script. Oh, Ahsoka. Okay. That is the she, correct, yeah. That's the correct answer. She was she was one of my go tos as well, but also then Ethan was he picked a Star Wars character, and I was like, oh. yeah, maybe I'll branch out just a tiny bit, not all the way, because it's still in the same universe, <laughs> but you know, just a little bit. I uh, I'm a quite a big Ahsoka fan. I have I have not started the show yet because I'm too nervous. It's really good. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Okay, good. Mm. It, it's basically um, Rebel season five so far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I really uh, I controversy, it. I guess, I to some folks, but I hated season three Mandalorian. It was the weakest one. Yeah. I didn't if they hate said it. this is the way, one more. <laughs> I was gonna drop the show. <laughs> you gotta thank Gavin for Ahsoka because when they first did that and. Because I didn't watch like the I first think two I'll, seasons. I think I'll, I'll, I'll thank Dave for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, I, mean, I, I do because I didn't watch Rebels, and he was more the age group where he hit that. And when I'm like, wait, oh, so Anakin has some apprentice that never came up, and he's like, whatever, this is the dumbest idea. And finally, he convinced me to watch it. And then I sat down and watched it. And what I realized was the reason why Soka, Ahsoka was so good and so uh, amazing is because she did what they didn't do with Anakin yeah. in the fact that mm-hmm. they, they sold her trials and tribulations yeah the, the, the ultimate failing of the prequels wasn't anything most people say and had nothing to do with jar jar it was all about how we did not eventually buy anakin's descent to darth vader but with ahsoka leaving the jedi order and getting to that point like you buy it you, you get the full journey there and it's like filoni being like this is what we should have done i just had to do it with another character yeah yeah <laughs> jar jar still sucks jar jar in fact still sucks um there's a really great edit of um episode one with him out of it and the movie's good yeah oh because <laughs> there's still some amazing shit in episode one but yeah. you don't remember a lot of it because jar jar you got a girl ethan camilla the drummer oh the yeah i don't know who that is um it's from, from the, expanse. the expanse uh oh. which is a fantastic tv show if you're if you haven't watched it fuck this podcast <laughs> go go watch the expanse right now <laughs> that, that's <true. laughs> That show does really well of having some strong female cast members as well. Yeah. Um, is this on Netflix? Uh, Prime. Okay. Prime, okay. I, I, there's just so few characters that aren't mm-hmm. like, oh, this this character's on screen. Awesome. Like, yeah. there's, there's, there's very few wasted scenes in that show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it's very tight and all characters are interesting. Love The Expanse. Not enough to read the books. Maybe one day. The but... books are great, too, though. They really are. Who you got for a dude, Tara? Um, okay, so is it Malcolm Reynolds, the the guy from Firefly? Mm, Ethan yes. Fillion? Yes, correct. Yeah. That is yeah. the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of correct answers, apparently. <laughs> so I went to a, uh, recently a Barbie-themed party, and, um... It was great, but one of the people there showed up with a Barbie-like T-shirt, like mm-hmm. you know, dressed like this would be a Barbie uh, with the the print on the front. But it was Ripley from Aliens, oh, yeah. <laughs> instead of what you'd expect. And it was this great cacophony of like this Barbie-esque, and then this badass sci-fi chick, and she's holding like the the head of like the severed head of a of an alien, mm. and got the gun <laughs> like this. It's it's a, it was a gorgeous shirt. And I'm like so I'm happy. You said Ripley. So I got I, I think that's what Richard is saying. His pick is Ripley. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I thought you already went. That's why I was like, "Damn, nobody said Ripley." Nope. I I feel like we skipped over the greatness that is Captain Malcolm Reynolds, though. Um, <laughs> Goddamn, I love that show and movie. Yeah, I don't know, like sci-fi, like when it's not high concept, like Star Trek or whatever. 
Serenity is is where where I love to be. Like it's gritty. Expanse is also in that similar vein. Like it's gritty sci-fi. Things don't always work very well. Only um, got one season. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. I, I and also I separate the art from the um creator. Oh, on that wait, one. hold on. Uh, what was that show that he did on HBO? Oh, the um, the Nevers. The Nevers. Yes, the that ones that they've f- never finished. Like, fantastic show holy crap what was that about i never even heard never of that shit dude oh wow, that's why because huh? no. <laughs> they did like the first six episodes and like we're gonna let the, the second half here in a few months now and that's been like what three years ago yeah. or something yeah but you know like i had no idea he did the show mm-hmm. and i sat down and so watched it with bailey and that then was I, like right at when all this was coming out yeah so he did a lot of the early writing and then they kind of kicked him out of the production yeah halfway through yeah wow. and you can tell the switch because the first half you're like this really feels like he mm-hmm. made this and then when well, uh, they build it like initially they're like you know the new joss whedon show the new and then somewhere just before they came out they like they took all that out of the market yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah i had to like IMDb it halfway through, and I'm like, this really feels like a Buffy like thing. So, well, yeah. I like I like all of your answers. Uh, no one mentioned Fifth Element, so you're all wrong. <laughs> so good too. That's such a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can't I mean, tell we're a table full of nerds. I mean, we're like, oh man, yeah. <laughs> Ruby Rod is such a great uh, example of a character because he kind of defies some gender norms anyway. Yeah. So. And fun fact, the main protagonist uh, and the main antagonist never meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's probably should not be in anyone's top list of sci-fi. Oh, but it is. But it's it so is. fucking <laughs> like, I love that fucking movie. It's just like visually and tone. There is nothing like Fifth Element. Yeah. I don't think that movie did great when I, it first I don't came think out. it did great either. I, I think it's one of those that did fairly well after the fact. Yeah. Like, its DVD sales were good. I, and it, I saw it twice in one day when I was, like, a teenager. Um, that's pretty cool. Because, one, it was Alaska. There wasn't that many movies. And, two, I was just, like, gobstopped. Oh, yeah, you did live in Alaska. Um, but, yeah, you know, and <laughs> I'm you like, know, there might have been a little <laughs> bit of Mila Jovovich's boobies um, that played a factor. You're like, dial-up doesn't cut it. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> dial-up shit. Had, no, um, this is satellite. <laughs> had Bilbo Baggins in it, too. Uh, he played the, the monk. Oh, yeah, Martin you did. Friedman. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. The um, the old monk? Yeah. Yeah. Is, he re- is that really Martin Freeman? That's, that's Bilbo Baggins. It's, um, oh, no. It's, oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's oh, Bilbo Baggins. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, not yeah, Martin yeah, Freeman. Yeah, yeah. The, um, I was like, uh, that's not true. And then um, yeah, no. the uh, the other, the young monk at the beginning is what's his name from nine hundred two one zero? He dies like in the first scene. Luke Perry. Luke yeah, Perry, Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's not the young monk. He's just the guy in the opening scene. Yeah, um, I thought he was one of the monks, wasn't he? No, like um, I think he just like worked. He was like an archaeologist type guy. Yeah, like he was the one doing the drawing when mm-hmm. the Manda Showins walk in, and then he pulls a gun on the space aliens. <laughs> and I'm, they either like knock him out or kill him. It's open to interpretation. Um, I'm pretty sure he's dead, though. The character. And, and, the, and yeah, also yeah. the actor. Rest <laughs> yeah. All right, well. Uh, as far as favorite characters go, it's going to be up to the four of you to make your character someone's favorite. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, way to pump yourself up there, Dave. Oh, man, I'm like, ah. two, two to one odds on that? Yep. <laughs> That's Gans. Let's go ahead and dive on into our space tale.
The camera pans across a spaceport at night. The rain is falling heavy on the tarmac and across the city. And as we're kind of panning over, we see the outlines of ships in the darkness. And as we keep moving the camera, it starts getting a little more light. And we see that there are fires spreading that even the heavy rain pour coming down can't seem to stop. Emergency crews are driving vehicles back and forth, trying to do what they can to minimize damage. And more so than just fires, things have been torn apart. Occasionally we come across a, a white sheet draped over a body on the ground. We start seeing police officers, constables running around doing damage control and see the, the large carcass of a beast that's been shot to death. The creature has three distinct sections, head, thorax, and abdomen. The head is topped by two large, iridescent, multifaceted eyes. Under the eyes are huge, razor-sharp mandibles, which, when alive, would chatter constantly. The thorax sprouts two long limbs, sharp, chitinous claws, and four more legs emerging from the large, bloated abdomen. Before it went down, it would have a slow, swaying movement that would appear quite unnatural. And then past this carcass, we see rummaging through the city in the distance. A few more are still loose. We see the outline of a well-worn Type A free trader who has uh, seen some use over the years. And in a, a stylized pictograph near the bow of the ship, we see the Scarlet Bounty. The ramp is down. Police gather around the ship and four figures are handcuffed and laying down on the tarmac in the rain. Their four eyes staring at the dead body of their captain, who's been brutally eviscerated by the beast. And even worse, and more sad, is the body of their client. <laughs> the eccentric millionaire who had asked them to collect these beasties. And for these four characters, it's been a very bad night. As the chief constable looks at them, shaking his head in anger. I'm gonna put you in a hole so deep, you're never gonna see the sun again. Bag him. Like Batman. Beat the shit out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's behind him with a nightstick. She hits him in the back of the head. Quiet, you. <laughs> Quiet, eh? Scumbag? Yeah, well. Over the course of the next week, the four of you are booked and incarcerated. And it's not looking good that you have somehow delivered a lot of marauding giant animals to the world of Anson. <laughs> and the deal went very badly. But we go to a small room with plain white walls, two chairs and a desk. Handcuffed to the desk is a man. Rich, what does that person look like? He looks mad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into that. So... <laughs> For whatever reason, I have an image in my head of, of from a movie that kind of seemed to fit, but it's um, uh, Greg Kinnear's character from uh, We Were Soldiers. Okay, he's, he's a pilot. He's got that relaxed kind of look that you know he, he's fit. Uh, he's not necessarily bulky. Uh, he has that obvious look of somebody with a military background. You know, they, they you know he's wearing nothing but a plain T-shirt, but it's creased well enough. Still keeps the hair cropped but managed to somehow look relaxed and apathetic while noticing everything. You know, it's that, that look of, of both sides where I, I seem laid back, but very observant and not at all as lackadaisical as the appearance might seem. And that is Brody Williams, but his friends call him Sweeps. 
because he's often known to clean up at the poker table. <laughs> Would you say you're like not too worried right now? Or oh is... no, he's worried. It's full okay. It's just not showing. Okay. He's, that, he's... he's like, this is this is bad. But I mean, I've been in some tight spots before, and never let him see you sweat. The door opens and a figure walks in. He's a sharp dressed man in a black suit with a pointed nose, holding a file. He sits down across from you and drops the file on the table. Brody Williams, citizen ID 156Z0389, home planet Talaran. Looks like, despite the shithole planet you came from and your best attempts to be useless in life, you ended up with a slightly decent army career. Looks like you cashed out as a corporal, managed to find some work out in the black, uh, Latest crew you're running with, the uh, Scarlet Bounty, which is so recently famous. Uh, tell you what, in your own words, what happened? Well, it looks like somebody swiped right. You didn't even bring me a drink. I mean, I've got your DNA. We don't have to rely on those old tricks. That's a hell of a pickup line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you are soon to be fucked. So, yeah, this <laughs> is apropos. <laughs> I like somebody who gets right to it. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It was a legit job, uh... The guy paid well, but, uh... Slight quibble. Mm -hmm. Paying well and legit are two different things, but go on. Well, you know how those guys are. They they don't listen. He said those cages were fine. They were the best built, but turns out somebody skimped on some new innovative material. Didn't bother to tell us about. I mean, we captured him just fine, but he said his cages was hold. Guess they didn't. I, I guess they didn't. You're right. Uh, so tell me, Brett, uh, your captain, Brett Hallmark, I believe, uh, what happened to him exactly? I mean, he was a real greeting card of a man, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I didn't really bother to look at his file <laughs> too much, because he's dead, so... So, he appears to have been the first victim? He was the closest. He was... <laughs> you, you are correct. You're a funny guy. I like that. Um, what would you say was the final body count for that night, if you had to guess? Uh, I'm not certain. You locked me up before you got them all. Yeah, just just humor me. What do you What do you think? Oh gosh, I'm gonna say the casualty count was. I mean, I saw at least four or five go down, so maybe eight. You guys look pretty good. I'm sure you got them quickly. Mm, eight's a little low. I mean, you might have gotten them faster if you hadn't stopped to arrest us. But hey, you know mm. who's who's throwing brass tacks here. Well, we'll suss all that out at the trial. Nice talking to you. You too. And the man gets up and leaves. Then bring some sugar. A oh, donut. Where you're going, you'll be the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. And oh. He, and he exits. <laughs> and then, like, you see, look at the room. He's like, "Oh fuck, Jesus." <laughs> I'm gonna die. Fuck him. I'm gonna get out of this one. Hmm. Short time later, we see the same room, same table, same chairs. But a different person is handcuffed to the table. Ethan, who is this person that we're looking at? Uh, so we see Sid Barton. He's uh, kind of on the shorter side, like 5'9", stocky. Go fuck Ill. yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a uh, scruffy looking, maybe a little bit of a like Wolverine kind of look. Scowling, black hair, stubble. He has a, sort of a look like he was almost expecting one day to be handcuffed to a table. This isn't even like in the top ten worst day <laughs> after your character, Jen. Like, you're like, uh, they feed him here. This is actually pretty good. He's like, but for me, it was Tuesday. 
The day Sid Barton came to your world was the most important day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. Uh, would you say you've been in this scenario before? Maybe not to this extent, uh, but... Maybe, but also for being a wanted man, surprisingly evaded arrest for a long time. So while while it was probably inevitable, it's not the reason he thought it would happen. <laughs> but it's probably the nicest interrogation room he's been in. <laughs> I've been in some shitholes. This place is nice. A figure walks in, sharply dressed in a black suit with pointed features, and sits down, opens a file, begins shuffling through some papers. Sid Barton, citizen ID 765PL995, home planet Kestia. Listed in the army at age 18, fought in several engagements till honorably discharged from service. Attempted to join the scout corps, but couldn't pass muster. Fell to the draft, ended up a corpo agent with Tasaki Corps. Looks like you got into something you shouldn't have and pissed off upper management. Managed to avoid arrest or getting killed and attempted to join a colony ship. Looks like Tasaki managed to screw that up for you. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ended up drifting out in the black. Managed to fall in with a Mr. Harlan Selvig. Is that correct? Doing some security work? How do you know about him? Oh, we're very thorough. Don't worry. He's he's not the one I'm worried about right now. I mean, he's in like six MCU movies. You're, uh, <laughs> you're, you're all that I can handle right now. Looks like your latest job was with the uh, ship, the Scarlet Bounty of so recent fame. The Red Loot. Mm-hmm. Looks like you don't have a captain anymore, but I, you saw that, I assume. Yeah, hard to avoid it. Why do you think I asked for a shower right when I got in here? Yeah, yeah. Well, it helps with the ticks and fleas. Uh, in your words, what happened to the captain exactly that night? Well, captain had a captain had a job. Hard to say no to that kind of cash. I mean, what happened to him? Well, I don't get too graphic, but oh, please, we're all adults here. Well. I mean, it would have been better if he had been killed instantly, like a decapitation or something, but, man, those things, they don't really kill their prey immediately. I think they like to digest them live or something. I did see the video from that night. That scream was blood-curling. I've heard worse. I'm sure you have. I've screamed worse. <laughs> it, it was it was me. I was the one screaming. Hard to, hard to say. The audio was muffled that night from the rain. Um... I'll say this, Mr. Barton, you don't have a lot of friends, and this is a bad scenario for you. Yeah. But we'll get to all that in the trial. And he kind of, like, stands up, shuffles the papers, and, like, puts a hand on your shoulder, leaning in. Hail to Saki. <laughs> and then walks out. I knew it. Damn, you really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, Hail Hydra Hail is so Hydra. much of the, the current culture now. You're yeah. just like, how do I show he's a bad guy? Oh yeah, hail something. <laughs> hail something. <laughs> something, anything. A short time later, we see a different figure sitting in two chairs and a table in a white room, nondescript, handcuffed. Nick, what are we looking at? Trist Cage. I like that. Uh, probably about a little on the short side, you know. Looks. If you like... say five nine, I'm going across the table. <laughs> <laughs> Like a tiny like five a, nine, like, like a tiny midget of a man, five nine, little person, a t- tiny little person. Um, little bit of a, a stocky build now, you know, after retirement. But you know, once looked like they could 
you know, take take on their own, kind of like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <know>? <laughs> <laughs> so like twenty four year old women everywhere. <laughs> Minus that. Uh, even, when, even when you're old, you know that's too old for him. Yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh goodness. As you're sitting there contemplating your life, a figure I go wrong. <laughs> a figure walks in, wearing a sharply dressed in a black suit, and sits down and shuffles through a folder. Trist Cage, Citizen ID 226NY583. Looks like you had a promising career as an entertainer at a young age, and then uh, had a major accident. I, uh, it's been a few years. I looked up the video. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the boys of the office thought so too. Uh, we've never seen a man throw his back out that hard and both knees. It's but, like probably a thing amongst the crew where we all pretend like we've never seen the video, but then no. we all. Like, <laughs> Do you know, know how many months of physical therapy I had to go through for that? I assume it was incredibly painful, incredibly hard to learn to walk again after dancing with the cosmos. Uh, seems you should ask your mother. <laughs> Never gonna dance again. <laughs> I would, but she died. <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking. My bad. Just, no, <laughs> no, she's fine. She doesn't live on this shithole world. Um, yeah, looks like you had an extended stay in the hospital. Then, uh, found a calling for the Naval Academy. You seem to develop some skills in law enforcement. Um, looks like you had a decent run. Then retired with a, like an unspectacular career, but solid as a pilot for the Navy. I, how did you end up running with these guys? You know, sometimes you just roll the dice and you get what you get in life. <laughs> Traveler, TM. <laughs> he nods. Well, the call of the black can be, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Big stake to the heart sometimes. <laughs> Never mind. You don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Not even close. I, you're making a... Never mind. You're mixing your metaphors, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what happened that night? Well, went down with the captain and then tried to catch whatever that thing is and shit hit the fan. <laughs> Tell me about your home world. What's Xenu 3 like? Uh, Well, it's the third of a Earth-like planet. Run by a cult. Run by <laughs> that. Why do you think I got away from there? <laughs> I had to run, and that's why I became an entertainer. You know, Solid plan. If to you to <laughs> stay out of the spot, stay out of the spotlight to avoid detection. Well, you have found all the detection now. How do you think I became the entertainer? <laughs> I don't think you did. Well, I hurt myself on that I, one. I think the most entertaining thing you've ever done was letting your career end in oh, a spectacular wow. that, fashion. That really hurts. So when when do I get to uh, speak to my lawyer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know my rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably do. All right. Well, good luck. <laughs> oh, that's how it is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he walks out. A bit later, we see a same familiar room with two chairs and a steel table and a person handcuffed to that table. Tara, what does that person look like? They probably had to handcuff her to the room. They're like, you read her fucking file? Jesus Christ! <laughs> they call it psychic dampening plates, and they're embedded in every wall. Of, and I, I don't. I think if they knew she was a psychic, <laughs> this would not start the way that her character would be alive. She's all like, 
Probably. I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. <laughs> and, and, and that's why I had her write. That's why she had some different homework. <laughs> Which she, I did that part. Yeah, yeah. But tell, uh, tell us about your character. Okay, so she is uh, on the taller side, actually, for a girl, which I guess is, you know... 5'9"? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had such uh, high expectations for you. <laughs> and look what you've done. Look what you've done. Uh, okay, um, and she she's uh, skinny, red hair. She She looks almost brittle. Like, like you feel like you could almost just like break one of her arms in half if you like. Try it. I try. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> but there's a look in her eyes that kind of uh, it it offers a different kind of strength. Uh, and her name is Valerie Blackwell. Figure walks in, sharply dressed in a black suit with sharp features, sits down. All right, Miss Valerie Blackwell, citizen ID eight eight one TQ four two seven, from planet Inus. Sorry, my notes were a little. I couldn't. I can't always differentiate my R's and N's. Or your E's. Or my E's. C's. How'd you get in here? Beat him. <laughs> Planet of Ice. You attended a university. Did quite well. Immediately began work for Trinity Institute, making gun components and augments. Lead researcher under Neo uh, Ash. Uh, no, sorry. You worked for a Neo Ashland, who was lead researcher. Had an outstanding career. How did you end up on a far trader, the Scarlet Bounty? That, that, that seems like a, a big drop. No, no disrespect. Well, you see, I uh, I got into a bit of a pickle. Um, my ship. See, I'm I'm not the best mechanic, you see, and uh, mm -hmm. my ship kind of gave out in the middle of space. Um, we always had a mechanic for that growing up. I I don't know. Mm. Uh, I guess I forgot to hire one. Um. <laughs> But but see, I was on a mission, and I was supposed to be researching these creatures. And uh, well, you see, when when my ship got fixed and I got back, my job was gone. So uh, I was looking for work, and my skills came in handy. So here I am. Would you say that this is all just one big misunderstanding? I would. I would indeed. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they're gonna probably throw you in a hole. Oh, but. But see, I had nothing to do with the destruction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, my my specialty lies in capturing the creatures. Mm -hmm. um, and me too. Oh, yes. Well, you should have kept me. <laughs> you should have kept me around long enough to help. Yeah, I I, I specialize in capturing creatures, uh, and then disposing mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. them. Oh no 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 no! You can't kill them. How will you learn anything that way? You're right. We should do something different. Something spectacular. <laughs> like like an example. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as you take extensive notes. They call it solar crucifixion. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I'm just going to have to throw you in with the other dirty, dirty miscreants you run with. Hmm. That and is he, quite unfortunate. He shuffles his papers. Now we rewind him. Because the cameras and the microphones in the room heard that conversation. But a different conversation is going on in their minds that cameras and microphones can't pick up. This looks bad. We're doing what we can to get you out of here. Uh, the collective is not interested in any of our secrets coming to light, but the entire sector is watching those videos. We'll do what we can to get you out. 
for now, lay low, go with whatever they're doing. I suppose that's actually a good question that we should have uh, talked about. Do we know what she can do? Well, I that, mean, I, or do our characters know? That is a great question for you to, to discuss right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, How long have I been with you guys? Because the answer's probably <laughs> no. <laughs> now, oh, that's cool. According to the, the <laughs> background <laughs> notes I have, yes, Ethan oh. is uh, maybe, I don't know, like there was some involvement there. Yeah, he no. may know. Or at least have a hunch. Like a yeah. really strong hunch. I think it would be interesting if I didn't know 100%. Yeah. You know? Like, he thinks he knows, but he hasn't actually gotten the Is he proof. always looking for, like, proof? Like, <laughs> like she floats shit with her mind. <laughs> so to the rest Damn of us, are you just like the... You're like the brains of the team. You're the sciencey one. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you recruited me because you know I've done a lot of scientific research in different areas, and I was uh, responsible for capturing the creatures. Okay. You know, I, I know how to stun them and how to... Got an animal handle. Avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid. Actually, I don't. How to reduce them? I do. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> in the mind. <laughs> in theory, I do. On paper, I do. <laughs> it's all academic. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. There was the one time you tried, and it just it just didn't quite go right. And then, well, your captain's dead. So, uh, but he he nods and like he does the like in his mind conversation with you. He's like, all right, well, just. Do your best to lay low, and if you see an opportunity to get out, take it. We'll do what we can. Hail psychic. <laughs> <laughs> the camera pans to a, maybe a day or two later where the four of you are sitting in court. It's a bit distressing how chummy your defense lawyer is with the judge. <laughs> and they're just kind of like talking to each other, like laughing. And um, what kind of psychic abilities do you have? Like, what did we end up with? Like, can you read minds and shit? I can. I can do all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly the judge is on our side. We're like, this is going great for us. Uh, let me see. I don't remember where I wrote it down. Okay, so I have uh, telepathy, telekinesis, clairvoyance, awareness, which is like, you know, over the body and stuff, and then teleportation. <laughs> so. Okay, so like. So can I read minds? Okay, professor. I don't, I don't think any of them are like mind reading. Not, um, not read well, minds, just communicate. Yeah, what's clairvoyance? I, I mean, she could just be think... hearing their conversation. I'm trying to let her use stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to make me use stuff so that I don't have it available I also, later, right? I also want to see if you looked up any of that stuff because I, I, did, um, I didn't really. Yeah, I did, but it's, it's been a minute. Uh, <laughs> I think clairvoyance is kind of like, I see what's happening in the near future. Yeah, I think that's more what they were going for, but it had quite a few things under it. Yeah. It says, allows a person to sense events at some location displaced from the viewer. So I can kind of detect what's happening now, but not yeah. here now. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and give a roll for that? Okay. Like you uh, could listen to the jury deliberate in the other room. Why don't you do like yeah. intellect and then uh, tag on clairvoyance? Okay. So, and uh, we'll do what we call it. It's, it's dice roll, <laughs> where you roll dice. In this case, really? for a skill check, she's going to have one thing, which is a characteristic. She'll add that dice modifier, and then she'll also roll her. And this, it's a power, but it still works like just like a skill. Okay, so you want me to roll intellect, not psionics. So I'm not I, actually... Oh, mm. no. Yeah, do psionics. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and do I roll one dice or two? Two d6, and you'll add both of the modifiers. Okay. Six. 
Um, the future is hazy. But do you think there might be a golf course? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right for lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, the rest of you are just kind of looking around because this is not going great. Um, your defense lawyer clearly doesn't care that much. And you look over at the prosecutor who just looks over at the th four of you and is laughing. <laughs> As he has a stack of papers. There's like a, a little vid viewer on a cart just ready to go. You can tell he has all the footage. We we do the thing like we don't have telepathy. Yeah. But we've all been in enough situations like this before that we're just looking at each other and silently communicating yeah. in our own way, like, well, this is going to shit. You know, I look at him and look and I'm like, Well, I've resigned myself to a prison break already. We're gonna <laughs> That's apparently the next move and Sid looks around the room and sees in the back there are three men in suits wearing Takashi. Uh, Fuck my life. I had Takashi Kobashi. Yeah. Guys, dyslexia <laughs> is a curse. <laughs> I sent you all of this. Takashi. That's what I got. T A S A K I? Yeah. yeah right? Tisaki. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There are three men wearing suits with Takashi corp badges looking very pleased with themselves. And as you turn to face them, like all three of them do like the fingers pointed at eyes and then at you. Like, you're pretty sure the fix is quite in. I or just like, friends of yours? Something like that. I just scowl at them across the room. And then the, your defense lawyer. Your defense lawyer comes back at the table, sits down. It's like, I talked to the judge. Yeah, I saw that. Why'd you give him a fist bump? Oh, because we're going to make golf. Like, we're going to make our tea time. You think he'll have us out of here that early? <laughs> Yeah! Yeah, I think we'll have this wrapped up pretty quick. <laughs> I think we need a new lawyer, please. <laughs> oh, I was... <laughs> he looks at the judge. I want a new lawyer. Hey, what's your handicap? Uh, not bad, not bad. He, like, shoots, like, eight over. But I always gotta lose to that guy. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. And then today, I'm gonna lose to that guy. And he points at <laughs> the prosecutor. Judge is like, our opening statements. The prosecutor stands up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> is it too late to represent ourselves? Yeah, you tried that in life. Look how that got you. <laughs> oh, no. Defense. Come on. <laughs> the judge bangs the gavel. Guilty. <laughs> come on. Your defense was come on. Dude, there's so many video of dead people. I didn't kill any of them. Yeah, those... those weird bug things you were loosed on the city did hey it's nothing personal good luck <laughs> the, the don't hate the player hate the game uh defendants rise the four of you rise he's like these are very accident circumstances there are people who would like me to go ahead and just have you shoved out an airlock and like you all kind of look back at the guys in suits who are like <laughs> nodding their heads very vigorously However, there are Damn, some, dude. there are some who think the four of you are perhaps not as culpable as you initially see. And even we looked visibly shocked at that statement. <laughs> really? So, the Empire, in its imperial wisdom, has created a sort of uh, rehabilitation for people like you. We're going to look it over at that. <laughs> at, at, uh... Mr. Barton here, because rehab, like, seems, seems like you're the most likely one. <laughs> How is that? Anson is, of course, home to the Ark. 
the Anson Reassignment Center, where people of you who have made very poor choices in life, but have sets of skills that are useful to the Empire, can be reassigned. And instead of wasting away in a prison, where you probably should go for your vast crimes against our world, we will send you somewhere else where you can be useful. What do you think? Somewhere else sounds nice. Sounds better than the airlock thing. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, otherwise, we're just going to put you in a super slam and you'll never see the light of day. And the, the four of you know that super slam prisons are basically they throw you in cryo for like mental rehabilitation for like 70 years. Like demolition, man. And demolition, exactly. Yes. And yes. And I don't fr- know. That sounds kind of nice. <laughs> and the first thing they do is scan for like psionics. Mm-hmm. So you know that they won't even let you finish that- out your term. They'll just fry your brain. That's nice. But then we- keep you frozen so the facility can collect the money. Oh, yeah. Nick, you want to go back in a coma? So is that what I'm hearing? My question is, when we come out of that, mm-hmm. what's the number one restaurant in the city? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'll be dead hmm. probably by then. Hmm. Well, that sounds awesome too. You've gone. You have to figure, <laughs> out, the- <laughs> you have to figure out the three seashells. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I said that on Pathfinder 2 forum. Like, What's the major difference between Pathfinder 1 and 2? I was like, the three shells mostly. <laughs> I got a couple of likes. It was funny. Yes. So those are your options. We can send you to the Ark. Or you rock. Not much of a choice. No. I'll go to the Ark right now. Great. Your ride's outside. Convenient. A bit later, we see a shuttle land outside of a large facility. Now, uh, imagine, if you will, a chain-link fence surrounding an entire complex. And I will get a map out of my book bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'll preface this by saying I drew this. So fuck the four of you. <laughs> and whatever comments you're about to make. It's a great map. What are you talking about? It's a big, uh, you know, big complex with chain link around. There's three sides that are straight. There's a curved on, like, kind of the southern side. Uh, there's a landing pad on the outside. Looks like a couple of buildings on the outside. Uh, you think, oh, okay, this is relatively self-sufficient. Not your traditional prison. More of a rehab facility, but your minds are like, reassignment, what does that mean? Where are we going? What's what's our future like? And as the four of you are shuffled off with matching beige jumpsuits, you are set through like a, a processing facility through a like chain link tunnel into a large area where a short lady with a clipboard welcomes you. She's like 5'9". She's like... <laughs> <laughs> She's... She's pretty short, so like your height. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Ark. Uh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> However, uh, a man slides up and like gently takes the clipboard. It's like, tell you what, Donna, let me let me handle this. And we see a man about eh, six foot uh, with dark black hair, decent shape. He's like, you know, mid thirties, maybe a little bit of a paunch. Very slick looking guy. It's like, so, uh, welcome. You guys are the crew of the uh, Crimson Bounty, right? Scarlet Bounty. Why Scarlet Bounty. Keep... I, sorry, sorry. Uh, news gets a little sketchy in here. 
like in tabloid. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, we don't. I don't get all the the correct news in here. Uh, I'm Gare, Gare Hellsphere. Welcome. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you the tour. Help you guys out. What have they told you about this place? It's hard. <laughs> Pretty much nothing, right? Yeah, nothing. Told, told us it was this or an airlock. So. Well, yeah, that's that's the common choice. Um, but it, it, there's good good news to this. That means you guys have skill sets that make you valuable. So it's worth keeping you alive. This is the Anson Reassignment Center. So what happens is the Empire will collect individuals like yourselves who have skills, are useful, no one will miss, and they send on a different planet to do stuff nobody else wants to do. Oh. This is Andor. Are we going? Is that the whole? Is that your plot? Uh, can you not? Throw, <laughs> can you not throw my shit away? It's not 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 totally not, <laughs> not all not the whole season. Sounds sounds good, Gear Bear. Well, like it. <laughs> nice. So the scuttlebutt is in four days, we're all getting shipped off to New Salem. Now, if anyone wants to make a check of some kind, I would say either like astrogation, a straight up intellect, or something, just to be like, have I ever heard of Anson or New Salem? Two or one? Uh, two. Uh, yeah, I got a decent intellect. Uh, twelve. Okay. I got um eleven for astrogation. Seven. <laughs> uh, I guess if got eleven. All right, well, Rich, you've never heard of this fucking world. The rest of you actually have heard of New Salem. It is an icy hellscape <laughs> that no one would ever want to go to. I mean, I didn't expect a nice place. So, uh, Gare Bear, are we going to be uh, given ponchos and whatnot so we don't freeze to death? Or I, is this I, standard suit? Hard to say. All right. I know <laughs> that it's about 75 jumps core outward so we'll be traveling for a good oh close to two years year and a half uh and when we get there it's a some sort of new mining thing that the empire's opened up it's not gonna be good for us it doesn't sound great no no so here's what i'm uh, kind of curious about oh hey fred fred yep yeah just introducing the newbies yep see you later man anyway the guys out of your shot so my understanding is the four of you are a pilot. You've got some skills and mechanics, and uh, you know you the four of you can fly a ship, essentially. Yeah, we're actually really good at that. Yeah, yeah. And oh look, and like he points outside the fence line, where a large cargo hauler is dropping some ships down onto the like landing zone. Your ship is one of them. Oh shit. So is that on your Kevin McAllister yes, it's on map? The, <laughs> it's, it's, on the, it's on the landing pad. Okay. He's going to oh. kill you first now, dick. <laughs> See, we're going to some hell world to mine and die. They're going to sell those. Uh, I know the layout of this place. I know we've just met, and this is a lot to ask. Um, would you like to get out of here? All right, take it you don't want to freeze. I would prefer not to die in an Arctic hellscape. Listen, Garbera, this is your lucky day. I think I think maybe we're the best thing that's happened to you in a while. I think so. I I see a beginning of beautiful relationship. And I heard you had a need a, for a fifth crewman. We'll talk about that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, you get us out of here. I we Scratch think, our well, back, we'll I, scratch yours. I help you navigate this place, figure out what's going on. Uh, you guys help me escape. 
We've got four days before they ship us off. Do you know your way around a vac suit? Make spacing. I've, 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 I've got some skills. I've done some, I did some stuff for, uh, you know, the Navy back in the day. I was an agent for a bit. But, you know, like you guys, I just had a bad break. Ended up here. So. What are you in for now that you mentioned well, a little bit of tax fraud. Uh, oh, God, little, white little, collar. A little bit of graft. Yeah, I, there's no way that made the news. We're May, famous. Yeah. <laughs> maybe made some stuff disappear that shouldn't have, you know, the usual. Are you Donald Trump? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask. Like, you, were you, just... you didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, not... Not bad enough where they like no. wanted to execute. No, this me. guy's already in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, just like you, not bad enough to get executed, and got enough skills to be useful in our future mining consortium. So consortium's a bad word. That would imply we get some profit out of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Would love to get out of here. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. So let me give you a tour of the place. Alrighty. He kind of points out, and you guys have already seen the landing pads. Uh, the large building you got processed through, Garrett tells you, is essentially it's staff housing. This has been far out away from the city that, like, it's a decent hike. So it's better for, like, shifts to kind of rotate and spend some time out here. There is the warden's office, which he points at. Try to stay away from that. That's a bad place for people like us. We see Clancy Brown walk by in a guard's outfit. Yeah. More of a, like... <laughs> So you had what we you, well, you got what we did here last week, which is the way he wants it. Mm. Well, he gets it. <laughs> also a, in Ahsoka. There's yeah. A, yeah, Clancy Brown, and uh, from the show too. He plays. Uh, he, he voiced that guy from the, yeah. The, There's a, a smaller maintenance building to the right of the warden's office. There's a large exercise yard that he tells you is um, cleverly named the yard. There's a medical building. There's like uh, a large building for tools. Looks like they have the people here at the Ark do different things. Some yard work, possibly they get shift off, do like a little bit of mining, but there's like tools and whatnot. Depending on what like people can do is what they get used for. There's a cafeteria and there is three barracks or housing units. He tells you they're block A, B, and C. He said meals are pretty standard, 7 a.m., noon, 6 p.m. For the most part, we get relatively free run of the place. Occasionally, like there's some classes we attend. They'll run you through some stuff to like kind of figure out your skill set. I mean, we're all going to this mining hellhole. But you know, some of us might get better gigs, but I, I wouldn't want to risk it. What's the best gig on a methane mining planet colder than the devil's asshole? Supervisor? <laughs> yeah, still doesn't sound great. It doesn't sound great. Uh, life expectancy is not great. So, uh, any points? And there's like a smaller building out past the fence line over by the landing pad. Looks like a, a hangar for one ship. There's a couple of things we gotta deal with. The fences are electrified. Not heavy, but enough to be a pain in the ass. There are random guard patrols. There's check-ins at night. And there's a patrol craft out there. These are all things we need to get rid of or figure out before our escape. So, yeah. Oh, what's the power situation like? Is there a backup generator if it goes down? Uh, not really. I, I wouldn't call this like a, a great facility. 
But you know, the generators are in the maintenance shed next to the warden's building, so they've got eyes on it. They got different circuits to different buildings. One just for the fence, maybe. I wouldn't say elect electronics are in my skill set. But since you're asking, it sounds like something you might be good at. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many gigawatts does that fence? <laughs> but I do have jack of all trades, so in a way. In a way? Yes. Okay, great. And uh, sort of... I might be able to figure it out. Okay, cool, 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 cool. The college scholar will know. Get it, getting there might be a little more difficult, though. <laughs> well, you know, maybe that I can help with that. So I would say step one is getting a plan together. And just let me know what I can do to help. What's this? Uh, do we ever get a look at the patrol craft? He says it's out there, but does I ever do a flyby? Uh, yeah, I mean it's a it's older. See if I can guess, like you know, see if we know what ship it is and like what its uh, capabilities are. Tell you what, why don't you go look at it, like through the fence line as best you can. Just don't touch it. Yeah, I'll do it. Wander over and you know do the just do do do. What uh, what skill are you gonna look at that at that? There? Um, I actually thought I might go ahead and just even use pilot. Okay. You know, I pilot a lot of stuff. So you know, tell you what, this is in luck pilot. Been um, I've shot at a lot of things and been shot at by a lot of things. <laughs> ah, where the hell over there? Uh, that is going to be a ten. You uh, have been out in the black enough that this is a pretty common patrol craft. It's a Yvette class patrol craft. You know, maybe like at the some military still use it, but probably not anymore. This is the kind of thing where, like, used to be military grade a long time ago, has fallen into civilian sectors. Uh, you can't exactly, like, judge age. But given, like, the tone of this place, you think it's probably not that great. Uh, but if it's running that day, it will ruin your, your happy times. Anyway, that's pretty much the tour. I'm going to go sign in the four of you, let them know that, you know, you're all situated been checked in. Tell, tell me the plan later. We'll figure it out. All right. Fist bumps? Yeah. 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 Fist bumps. Fist bumps all around. Yeah. No? Uh, all no. right. All right. All right. <laughs> Team, get the fuck out of here. Go. <laughs> Tally-ho. And Gear Hellsphere uh, walks away, leaving the four of you alone for probably the first time in a long time to just gather your thoughts and, and discuss what you're going to do. I'm going to take a nap. Hey, gang. Hello. Well, well, this is shit. What's a crew like you doing in a nice place like this? <laughs> Why do we always get ourselves in a pickle? Never a dull moment, I guess. I'm not a fan of pickles. Oh. In real life? Or in <laughs> <laughs> like, are you role-playing right now? Or <laughs> <not> really? <laughs> Who the hell doesn't like pickles? <laughs> I have to a good pickle back. Anyway. It's also the name of my uh, Nickelback cover band. Do <laughs> <laughs> mm. we trust this guy or not? I don't know if we have much of a choice. <laughs> kind of damned if we do, damned if we don't at this moment. That's a decent point. I guess we're going to have to see this through no matter what. You think you can get the fences? Yeah. Looking over at uh, yeah, Valerie. I, I do think so. I don't... Uh, you think? I, I don't or you know? I don't... Um, I can't handle being think. electrocuted. <laughs> think. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I will always be honest with you. I, I think I can. I just got to get in there and get a look at them. <laughs> That's very true. And that is that is the hard part, is it not? I'm pretty quiet. I had to lay low. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm the one who needs to get in there, so. Hey, we noticed some of your friends back there. They looked uh, intense. <laughs> yeah, they looked happy to see me. <laughs> About that tool shed. Bet we can smuggle something out of there to help. 
shit goes missing all the time, I bet. You said you're the quiet one, so uh, maybe that should be your job. <laughs> if we figure out the guards are on a schedule. Is there not a guard guarding the tool shed doing like inventory count? This is a prison. Uh, nope. If you walk over there, you do see, in fact, that each of the buildings in question has a guard. Any clipboards? <laughs> Everybody, like half the people here have a clipboard. Or a tablet. We're in the future. <laughs> Let's be cool. <laughs> how, do, how do I get a clipboard? <laughs> Good question. How do you get a clipboard? Steal it from somebody. Oh, can we... Did Gare have a clipboard? He did. Okay. Oh, let's see. But he had an actual clipboard. <laughs> oh, he didn't have... Okay. Oh, can we ask him if they take inventory? Uh, no, you can't find him. Isn't that some shit? He just wants off this hellhole and then he disappears. Typical <laughs> Gare Bear. Can, can we watch a little bit and see, like, what is, like, how do people get normally get tools when they're supposed to? Sure. Like, they come and they check it out. And... Why don't you guys give me a recon check? What would that be? It's, it's a skill. It's the closest thing I've seen to perception in this game. Oh, that is zero. So, uh, go ahead and do, um, yeah, I actually have recon. Two, three, two, one. Two. In intellect recon. Intellect recon. Nine. Nice saving grace. Six. Six. Um, yeah, you guys don't notice anything. What did you get, Tara? A six. Yeah, what did you get, Rich? Nine. Okay, so, like, three of you are like, I... We're, this is new. Rich has done this kind of thing before. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to, like, case the living system that is, like, this little mini prison. You know, you guys are, are looking for specific things. Brody knows to step back and look at everything as a whole. And he sees that there is a job board. Now, it's late enough in the day, you think, and um, they've mostly been taken. But what they'll do in the mornings is they'll have things like, hey, we need somebody to do maintenance on blah. We need somebody to do blah. And people with those skill sets can volunteer. And the volunteers obviously get a little better treatment. And they're watching everyone. They're like, oh, this person has these skills and can do them. Maybe we put them in a better assignment. Whereas people who don't volunteer for anything, aren't team players and don't have skills, end up as minors. So you think tomorrow you should definitely check out that job board. You need to get on that ship if possible. Your goal, of course, to get back to your ship and get the fuck out of here. And we'll see how you do it on the next episode of the Adventurer's Vault. No! The Clarion Call. <laughs> <laughs> that, apparently that is the Clarion Call. That's what you just did. <laughs> so many people screamed at the other day. <laughs>